Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello. Welcome to episode number 105. Wow. Is that crazy that we've recorded 105 episodes of this show? Yeah. Do you feel like we just started here, but also have lived our whole lives here too? Yeah. Such a bizarre feeling. The first episode of Kramer and Jess Uncensored we ever recorded, you we were still in California. And I think you just, were you doing it from your phone? Or from your computer? Do you remember? No. It's, we did it. We did it from California. Are you sure? Yeah. Because we, we released the very first episode of the show on the day we announced our... Uh, introduction. I thought, I thought we were here, no. and we did uh-uh. it in the hotel. Mm-mm. Because I remember it was, it was the first of August. We dropped same time. Anyway, we've done 105 episodes of this now. Welcome to the show. In case you don't know, this is our uncensored podcast. A little bit different than the radio show. Just how so? It's uncensored. And it's very uncensored. I don't know how else to put that. Uh, we do cuss on here. We talk about things that we would not discuss, you know, maybe on on the show. And we understand that, which is why we like to tell you. It's like our, our cl- the close friends feature on Instagram. So this things that we wouldn't typically share with everybody, we'd like to believe that this is like a safe and accepted space for us. You can never call us out for anything we talk about on this podcast. No. That's, that's the agreement you get when you walk in here. You're the part of it or you're not. So Welcome. Uh, this is Hassan, by the way. If you don't know Hassan, Hassan's back this week. This is our producer over here. Hi. Puts together all of our on-demand stuff and helps produce the show. And uh, So we got to start with you because the fuck? Yeah. Like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. How Like, how in the world? I guess, that we you know, we've talked about this on the radio show, but I think we can go a little bit deeper. Um, what What happened? I just had surgery last Friday to get a fibroid removed from my uterus. And when they went in for the procedure, it was not there anymore. And it's been crazy because obviously I've shared that I've been dealing with a lot of stuff regarding my period and how crazy that entire journey has been. Um, Getting like my first vaginal ultrasound when we first found the fibroid, that in itself was very traumatic. And so... Friday was very difficult. It was very intense. And after the surgery, we find out that it just wasn't there anymore. Yeah. And um, it's just been like, it's been a lot emotionally and physically just to go through everything and also just to like decompress from the situation and still like 
processing the situation. Well, how are you feeling? Like as because we're this is now five days post surgery. Um, what's like? How are you feeling right now? Right now, I am okay. I'm okay. Um, I think like it's not. I'm very thankful for it to not be there anymore. And something that we talked about on the show, I just I really believe that it was just through all the prayers and thoughts that we received from so many people. And it was just like a special mind blowing experience to have. Um, But I think now I do have a follow up appointment and that's going to be kind of figuring out. So what does this mean? And it's one of those things where I, I don't have an answer right now because it's not like my body's like, okay, it's not there anymore. You're all good because I'm still having to deal with like the after effects of the surgery. Right. So like one of the issues I was having was like, bleeding and spotting when I shouldn't be but that was going to be a result of the surgery no matter what so I'm experiencing that right now so like I can't there it's going to be kind of a window of time to really figure out like am I okay or is this something else so like I was going to ask you like are your symptoms are they cleared up now well no well what sucks is there's no way of knowing that for sure right now in this moment because I was on my period already, yeah. and then she already said, too, after the surgery, you would be bleeding and spotting after the fact, right. which is happening already. So right now, like, there's no way to gauge, like, is this normal or not? Because this was going to be a result of the surgery no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And the cramping was going to be a result of the surgery, and I wasn't going to feel good, and I was going to be very off and nauseous because of the anesthesia, which is I'm feeling all of those things still. Yeah. So I just have to wait till, like, the surgery after effects, like flush out and then I can finally see okay so how is my body doing now what'd she say like a week's time uh, I have a follow-up in two weeks okay yeah and bad. that's and that's already scheduled so I think bad. that's just like the next thing to look forward to to just get more information on and I'm doing different stuff looking into hormones how I can help that naturally things I can look into myself how I can make changes just to help out the situation yeah like are you scared it's gonna like come back like what's going through your head with it yeah because I know that these are things that can disappear and come back you know and I, I really believe that it was a miracle that it's not there anymore and I'm hoping that it stays away but I also understand that it could come back and if that's something we have to deal with and that's something we have to deal with but I think now at least I'll just I'll feel better once I have my doctor's appointment so I can talk to her and she can like let me know what our next step would be. What happened to Garage Boy? Because he doesn't I thought he wasn't podcasting anymore. And then all of a sudden he podcasted again. Mm -hmm. What what's I guess kind of catches up with what's happening here. So he, he has his own podcast in the garage with Garage Boy and he was doing it like consistently for a while and then he just stopped doing it. And he released an episode recently and it was very interesting to me because I was I was surprised by how transparent he was. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's ever been that open before publicly. And um, I'm really proud of him for doing that. But I just it was just it was sudden it was something that I wasn't expecting because that's a part of him that I'm that I'm aware of. But I know that I he doesn't say. share with a lot of he, he doesn't share period. I wasn't going to say with a lot of people like he doesn't share he doesn't. that. Like period. every time I hang out with him, it's always been very surface, which is not a bad thing. But we've never really gotten deep, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and we just usually goof around, just mess with each other, you know, joke and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I was kind of surprised. Let's play a clip of this, this is from. Garage Boy's podcast called In the Garage with Garage Boy. 
I'm not sure if there's multiple in the garages, but in just in case, <laughs> make sure you click on the one with garage boy. The surgeon comes out. She comes up to me. She says, hey, Gerald, uh, everything went well. Turns out there wasn't even a fibroid on her uterus. It's completely healthy. And she showed me the pictures. Like, I don't even really know what I was looking at. It didn't hit me in that moment. But then I, I was like texting everybody like her mom, her grandmother, Kramer. Fast forward to this morning after bringing her home last night. It didn't hit me till this morning that I feel like that was God trying to tell me something. And if you don't know, like I, I grew up Catholic. That's that's in my background. That's my foundation. And I was just so grateful without even really realizing it that I wanted to change my life for my like my future kids. Because there was there was a moment where what if we couldn't have kids? And that's a scary thought to think about. I've always wanted to be a father at one point. So when that moment happens, like when I do have my first child, I I don't want to have the financial worry. I'm sorry. It's it's tough because I this is like everything that I've ever wanted in a partner without even realizing it. And if that one thing was like taken away from us, it would have been like difficult not only for her because i know she wants to provide that for me and i know she wants it too it was just a scary thought to think about man i wanted to make like some sort of declaration to my future wife and my future kids because i don't want them to to struggle like i did what do you think happened i think that he um i feel like in a lot of situations when like your partner is going through a traumatic thing your role as their partner is to like be strong. Mm -hmm. And, and he was that like throughout the entire time. And so I was really, I thought it was a very beautiful thing for him to open up in that way because a lot of the times, you know, like we get to share how we're going through something and our perspective is something else, but the person who's supposed to be the support system like never really, never lets their guard down because they know you're a basket case, which I was. And so I think that he, and and I and I and I knew that he was afraid too. And this is something. I mean, fuck. Like this was something very heavy for us to deal with. Like right, right out the gate of getting getting engaged. Yeah. So this has been, this has been like a struggle for us. And I think that, and he is a very positive person the way he thinks. But I think maybe, like seeing me there, after the fact and like actually going through the process because like leading up to okay, this is what we're gonna do. It's fine. And like going through the motions, okay, now I got to talk to the doctor. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now I got to get Jess home. Okay, cool. And then when it was done, I think it just, it sunk in how how much this could affect our lives and, and what this would mean for us. How do you think, I don't know if you guys even thought about this or talked about this, and this is by no means a comfortable conversation, but what if you couldn't have kids? Well, no, I mean that, that. I think that's why that's why this has been so insanely heavy on yeah. me and him together like, and what individually. Would that, what would that do? What do you think that would do to you? And what would that do to y'all? Well, it's it's something that we've talked about forever, like since the beginning. Like even I think even when we first started dating, especially it was important to me because I had gotten out of a relationship with someone who told me that I wasn't going to be a good mother. So I made it a point um, when this, when this was going to get serious, that that was really 
important to me that I feel like it's a calling that I have. And this was a devastating thing because the thought of not being able to do that the way that we've always wanted was just heartbreaking. And of course, like if this, like people have families in different ways and we know that. And so no matter what, we would figure that out. But would you adopt, you think? It would we it either be adoption, it would either be IVF or IVF whatever. Would you want to have would you you'd want to have or um what is it, surrogate or mm-hmm, something yeah. like that? It would it we, we would figure out a way no matter what. Would that mess with you guys though, you think? It would be it would be difficult, I think. Well, I think that it would be it would break us down before we were before we came back from it, but I know we would come back from it stronger. And if it if that was the case, I know that everything happens for a reason and and it's in God's plan. And I would have, if that was the case, and that means I was meant to have a voice for that and and to share that journey, just Mm -hmm. like with this, like this, this whole situation has been difficult, but I know it's something that people don't talk about a lot. I know it's something that women don't share a lot. Um, Like how, like just the, the fear and like the, the ugliness and like the grossness of it. And so even though it's been very difficult for me, I don't think that it's a mistake that it happened to me because I feel like I was meant to talk about it because of all the conversations I've had with so many women who have been so thankful and had someone to talk to about it. Yeah. And so I, I think, and so whenever anything like that happens to me and it's just a part of the way of how I survive and how I stay okay, that if something, if that was part of us and if this was something that we had to do, then that meant that it was, we were, we had to do that to help other people mm-hmm. and we would eventually get to that point. Sure. We wouldn't be at that point right away. There's no way. And it would take a long time to be able to accept that and walk in that, but we would get there. It's kind of, I felt like with divorce, as I get it, it's like, you're like, this fucking sucks, but I might as well try my best to like, and it takes a second. Mm-hmm. Like now I can do it pretty easily. It's hard in the moment though. So as you're like literally bleeding and I meant like physically and emotionally, mm-hmm. I know it's kind of hard to be able to talk about it. You know, what's interesting to me too about Garage Boys podcast is I, I talk about this on Certified Mama's Boy a lot. I don't, about garage? No, no, no. I just about about what he talked about, which is I don't. And Hassan, I'm going to come to you because you typically don't hear guys, men, talking about how bad they want kids. Mm-hmm. And I've always had this theory because I don't biologically want my own children. I don't have a desire for it. Like I don't. I've never had a burning sensation for it. My ex-wife and I talked about it, and it just wasn't like really a priority. And then just all these issues, and it's just like it was too much. So. Um, I've just never had this like, now, of course I think about stepkids and I'm like, okay, so I could, I can, I could play that role. Yeah. It's something that you would do, but I, it's not yeah. like something you it's ever not, dreamed like, about. Like where I, and I, I was like, I wonder if that's always like a female thing. Like, is it only, cause even my guy friends, they're all kind of similar. I don't have any guy friends, but when I talk to this about guys, it's like, like women, I feel like they either know they want them or they don't. You just don't hear guys sitting around talking about it, like, I can't wait to have kids, man. Like, it's typically the other way around. If I'm being honest, that's usually how it goes. It's just kind of like, man, I, mean, I don't know. You know? And, and they love their kids. It's not that they don't love their kids. Yeah. But I don't see a lot of guys like pining away to like have children. And it's different. A lot of my, a lot of my guy friends, and I think it's just, you know, to, it's a lot of them want kids. Like yeah. my friend it's, who just got married when, you know how you give like a gift to like the bride and the groom before he was like, I either want a baby or I want a puppy, yeah. you know? And like my other friend, Shane, like we talk about all the time of like what he wants to do for his kids. So I think it, it's different for do everybody. You, how do you feel about it? Do you want kids, Hassan? Me? No. You don't? I don't want kids, but I 
50-50 because my a lot of my guy friends and my cousins, they all want boys as their first child. They all like most of them want two kids. <laughs> yeah. They want definitely want a boy first. Yeah. <laughs> Or last, right. but no, the it's like 50-50. Some people do, some of the guys do talk like, yeah, I can't wait to be a child because I want to be the representation that my parent yeah. so wasn't for me. Yeah, you know what, I, so I see a lot a of that too. Of That's a big driving force for yeah. me. I, I, and I see, you know what, I see a lot of that too, and it's not even just with with men, but with women. Typically, I the people that I know that really want to have kids, and when they talk about why, it's because they always say they want to do better than their parents did for them. And that's so interesting to me because that seems to be like a, a common theme. I mean, why do you want kids? Why do you want kids? I I feel like I love my children and I don't even have them yet. Mm-hmm. And I've always had that feeling. Yeah. So, so that alone was I just, I've always felt like I was meant to have that relationship, like that connection has always been there. Yeah. And then also to the point that you make of wanting to create a different life and just different patterns. And I just feel like it's so, it's so, when when you change that and you change the course of how things have gone in your family for who knows however long, that can change for the next 10, 15, 20 years because of what you can instill in that person. And that can change like your ancestry. And that's just how I, that's how I think about it. Like if my, if the way I treat my child will change how the, how they treat a stranger down the street and where, how they do when they find a job and how they treat their children or their partner. And I just feel, I can just see that sprout. I can see that effect in so many ways. And like, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, and then also legacy as well too. Like they was like, I want to continue on the legacy of the the our last name or whatever. It yeah, is. yeah, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. that want to continue that legacy on. That's too. true. I just feel like I'd be I, I it terrifies the shit out of me, and like not even in like a way of I'm like I'm scared too. I don't want you to think I'm over yo, here like I can't wait like, to pop it out. Like yo, I'm I'm fucking terrified, but I'm also really fucking excited all at the same I time. I feel like my kid would be so screwed up. Same. And I'd spend the me. whole time just trying to make them not so screwed up, but instilling them with screwed upness as I go with untrying to screw them up. Like I'm just yep. already overthinking this whole process. Cause yep. I just know like here's the thing. I'm a forty year old adult, right? Like I'm so screwed up sometimes that like how, and I came from like a pretty dang good house. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my mom's the best. She's literally the best. My dad's fine. But like my mom's like the best. <laughs> and he's fine. He was fine. I mean, I mean like I don't mean it that way. He's, Hell no. He's bad. Not just the way back. you said yeah. it. No, that was, that was shade. But you know, he, I mean, I think, I think he knows. He, he, he did his oh, best, but he was, like, he was traveling so much. So I spent way more time with my mom than my dad. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I, I came from a pretty stable household. Not a lot of trauma. When it came comes to like the household alone, like this is how screwed up I am from a like fairly not traumatic childhood. When it comes to all that, like how in the world I'm a, I'm a mess. Like I don't need to be passing nothing along in this world. Nobody. I feel you know? the same way. You know what I mean? Honestly, I don't need to be passing nothing on to nobody. So, anything else you want to say about it? We good? I think we're good. <laughs> you don't seem good. No. You seem off today. What? No, I mean I'm I'm off. My body is off. Like I feel like, you know, it's like when you get 
a salad and you put salad dressing and you shake it in the box and it's all fucking mixed up. That's yeah. how I feel emotionally and physically right now. Yeah. I'm like fucking wearing a diaper. I feel disgusting. Oh, I didn't know I'm that. Not, well, oh, that's I'm so like, I'm awesome. Not, I'm not happy right now. I'm very uncomfortable. You have a diaper so on. So I'm just getting through it. We didn't We didn't talk about this. No. I would wear one. But so that's, that's like, my like life depends? right now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I guess you just got to... I can't wear any tampons. I can't put <laughs> anything. I can't put, dude. Okay, so now now we can like talk about this shit because uh, like obviously on there I was like I'm I'm okay. I'm just uncomfortable. I'm fucking uncomfortable because I can't put anything in my vagina for two weeks, which means I can only use pads. Uh-huh. And pads are like literally one of the things I hate most in my fucking life. Like I, I always need. If you guys know how I am about feeling clean, about baby wipes, like yeah. I'm a, I need to be. That clean. area is like, like whew. you know, and yeah. so, and I have to wear loose clothing. Like I'm right. just fucking uncomfortable, and I'm irritable. And I don't like it. But you got a diaper on, or you got a pad on. I have a. It's like a pad. I feel like a diaper. Oh, okay, like a I just imagine you. And like, at night, like no, at nighttime, I wore a diaper. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't. And I, I hated I, it. I fucking hated it. I but, fucking. And I thought I thought I was wait, done bleeding. How did you not mention Listen this? to me. I thought I was done bleeding. Why the did other you leave day, the show with this? Uh, and uh, I uh, wasn't. And then I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was about it was the red fucking sea. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I have to put on I a fucking diaper, diaper on. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking hate it. It's not fun for me right now. I will wear a diaper. Especially no. when I'm drunk. No, oh, I would definitely. That's because what you fucking think it's no. you okay. have to wear okay. a diaper. Stop. I'm lazy. Stop. Okay, we I'm to, lazy. Okay, I'm gonna give you a challenge, and I'm being serious right now. Okay, I, I want, and I'll, I'll pay you back. Go buy some depends. Oh, that's easy. And I want you to I, for for literally 24 hours. Just use that. That's it. Your diaper. <laughs> Again, like I but did you that already. But you can't, like, you can't pee in it. No, yes, you can. Well, well, you, can. No, you can tinkle a little bit. I was in like, there. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I you... did this in college. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely wore depends in college. I guess. Wait, why? Dare. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I dare you. I double dog dare you. Because I think that would be so. When do you terrible. want this done? You're basically. Yeah, it sucks. Start. Start. Uh, bring him in next week, and we'll start. The 24 hours okay. on this podcast next week. Okay. This is so radio. Yeah, and Hassan's going to wear a diaper next week. It's going to be crazy. I'm just, I, I, That's I, not a hard I'm, thing to do. I'm just even imagining with pads, you're basically like sitting in your period. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I yeah. fucking hate it. It makes me angry. And like I tried to <laughs> and I worked out for the first time yesterday and I was like, I can't fucking work out in this, but what? So I'm not going to work out for like a week or two weeks that I can't put it. You know what I mean? Like. So then I had to wear like multiple layers because you can like see the pad. Yeah, of and, course. And other people, I mean, you just notice it. You're like, whatever. But to me, uh, it's horrendous. And I fucking hate it. I feel it. Every move I make, everywhere I go. You need to you need to own it like those Depends commercials for women. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't want it. I'm 60 and sexy. And look at my. <laughs> I don't like it. It's fucking Look at my diaper outline. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, no joke, though. We we all gonna be there one day. You just getting a taste of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. Welcome to thirty, Jess. Mm-hmm. Welcome to thirty. All right, next week Asana will wear a diaper and see how long you can go. Seriously, okay. Because I don't think you can go twenty four hours. Oh, that's cute that you think. And I'm that. talking. You can't. You cannot use. That's the only place you can use the restroom. Okay. Ew. <laughs> Pee wise. Poop wise. No way. Yeah. Not in there. Yeah. Fine. He's in there with you. Go ahead. No, I mean he's got. He's he's leaving. It starts. It starts right here. Don't poop in it. <laughs> You'll get an infection. If you don't wipe, you get an infection. Well, you can't. 
What are you going to do, wipe and put it back on? Oh, now you got to change You it. changed <laughs> diapers, Kramer? No. Have you never no. changed a diaper One before? One diaper, 24 hours. That's not how <laughs> diapers work. Yeah. That's, that's not. literally not how they work. For in, my, in my head, you were going to wear the same diaper for 24 hours. You literally have never been around a baby. You no, literally a baby never doesn't wear the same diaper for Every time I think I changed it, you're right. years old and you never changed a diaper once? Never once in my life. Jeez. Never have you time. never seen a diaper no, ever I, been No, changed? it makes sense now you say it. And I've seen it done, but I just, I couldn't, could I do it? I mean, no. I mean, I, I could figure it out, I'm sure, but I've ever done it before. No. Do you see what I'm saying? Why I shouldn't have children? Like, this should be probably some kind of innate skill that most parents have i wouldn't even know my child would be wearing a diaper once per day okay so (laughs) when you wonder why should kramer not have kids i just answered your question right there okay (laughs) uh we're gonna take a quick break come back in a sec right after this worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast so i came in today i actually woke up this morning and in my 3 brain i was like i'm ready to talk about my life and slowly but surely, I have talked myself out of it. I even about 9.30 this morning, I was like, I don't think I'm ready yet. I don't think I'm ready. Um, I 
I just a really quick, I'm not going to get emotional or anything, but I, um, if I can get out of this phase, it's going to be really interesting. Um, in case you weren't here for last week's podcast, you don't listen to sort of mama's boy. I feel like every five years and it really is true. I can kind of watch myself pretty on almost on clock where it's like every five years, my life abruptly takes a turn and I'm going through one of those right now. And it has been honest to God. No, the divorce was hard. The divorce was hard. This is, this is tough. This is tough, man. This is, uh, and I've shared just, just knows basic 101 of what's happening, but behind the scenes, man, it's just, I literally feel like my, my life is imploding. It's the only way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the way it feels. It's like my life is literally almost so like every insecurity of mine has come out. Every flaw of mine is coming out to where every fear of mine is coming out right now because I don't like to change. <laughs> Um, I posted something on my Insta story this morning and, uh, it said, I think this is really appropriate. It said, um, life will let you know when it's time to move to the next level every time. And I feel like that's exactly kind of like what I'm, what I'm going through, uh, right now. I wasn't, wasn't really prepared. Yeah. Would you, would you agree that like, I wasn't, I didn't have a plan for this. Well, no, but I think, you know, when you're ready, when you can't ignore it anymore, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I woke up this morning and I was feeling really confident and now I don't feel confident anymore. And the last thing I need to do is like, welcome everybody into this mess when I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say much of anything. I will tell you this though, that I do think that. And I need, I need to like, I need to get it out because it'll make me feel better. I know because it just sucks because there's literally the only thing going on in my life right now is this. My mom's visiting. We're having a very uneventful couple of days together because she's really just here just to be with me. Yeah. You know, like we're not doing anything fun. I felt, I honestly, I have like a sense of guilt because if I'm not working, I'm like in my head, I'm not really present. And same with these shows, like all, all the shows, the radio show, the podcasts. I just, I can't be present right now. And I know that once I can talk about it, I'll feel better. But I just know that I need to be prepared to talk about it before I do. Because what I don't want to do is to let anything out. I will tell you though, so I do feel like the universe does give you signs of like... Because through this whole process, it's been like, the fuck? Like, literally every every day for the last three weeks has presented me with some kind of what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, literally almost every day has presented me with what the fuck. And it, so it really, like, I'm sure you've probably been in a pointless in your life where you feel like you're heading in the right direction, but then... You got this little voice in the back of your head. It's like, maybe this is not the right direction. Like, maybe I should just, 
maybe I'm not ready for this. Maybe I'm not whatever. I just need to go backwards and what I knew before was safe and good and like it was just fine and whatever, right? Um, so I, I was having a hard time last week with this and I thought about, I thought about, because sometimes you just need, you just, you just need to hear it. You just need to hear it like you're doing the right thing, right? So I thought about my radio friends, Holly and Miguel, and they have a psychic that goes on their show uh, that's, I, I never, I don't know anything about her other than I go on her show. And I was like, I, I text Miguel and I was like, hey, connect me with your, with your psychic. And I think he thought I was talking about for the radio, but I just wanted to talk to her kind of off the air. And so I had a session with her on Friday. And didn't say a word to her. She doesn't know. She doesn't know me from Adam. You know what I mean? Like she knows that I'm on the radio, but she wouldn't know anything going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And she literally like nailed it. And I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like overall sweeping themes. Like direct pinpoint accuracy. Oh, I mean, ev- ev- like didn't say a word. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, what's this about? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What? And it was, again, it's not just like, is your grandmother dead? Like, it wasn't like that. It was literally like, boom, 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 boom. Um, and she's like, you're absolutely heading in the right direction. That's good. You're absolutely heading in the right direction. You're absolutely, and it's hard, man, like, I just want to go back the other way sometime because <laughs> I want to go back to like six months ago and everything felt like that was just okay. Right. But I think when you try to live in your authenticity. The other stuff feels uncomfortable to just, where you can't bear it anymore. It was just, I, I just yeah. didn't feel like myself anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like myself anymore. But that's a, that's not one of those processes that you just wake up and you're like, hmm, what's up? Oh, it's this. And then you move on. Right. I just felt uncomfortable in my skin for so long now, for you know, months and months and months and months until I think the universe just had to be like, bruh, what's good? We, you know, like, like, that just shake me. Every five years this happens. So, um, it's, and I, I hate that I'm being so vague about this, but I just know I need to be prepared. And today I felt the very first ounce of confidence that I'm prepared, but I just need to sit on it a little bit longer. So anyway, yes. I'm going to say, is it always during the winter time you feel this? Like, I know you said every five years, but like, is it always during the winter time or is just whenever? I I don't don't think it really has because I'm trying to think. When was, no, because my divorce, everything came to a head in April. Okay. So no, it's not really winter. It's just I don't know, but it's like almost consistently every five, five years. It's okay. like six everything up. Uh, I will give her a quick plug though, because I think she did a great job. I think Mr. Bacala's dead on too. Who I'll always rep her hard, but her name is uh, Soul Worker Stacy. And it was so weird because last night I was having a really hard night, and I was like, maybe I should text her and just be like, "Hey, what's up?" And this morning she literally texted me. She goes. What did she say? It was so weird. Did you text her though? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said, 
you've been nagging at me today. I'm checking in. You okay? I'm like, fuck. Uh, Stole Soul Worker Stacy. I'm sure she has a website. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't like. This is not a plug, but um, sometimes you just need somebody of higher consciousness to like say you're heading in the right. I do at least, and it makes me at least reassures me. That's good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't wait till we're like all got not shit going on. That's gonna be cool. <laughs> so coming soon, maybe. <laughs> maybe. There's always some kind of shit going on, man. We appreciate y'all being here. Uh, let's check in with you two. I'm so sorry we haven't I know. been ignoring you guys. Uh, Felicia on YouTube says, "I haven't tried." By the way, when I when I mention YouTube, in case you're listening to the podcast, we do the show live on Wednesdays around 11. Eastern, 8 Pacific. Uh, so if you want to hop on a comment, we love it because it's the only way we can really interact with a podcast, you know? Uh, Felicia said, I haven't tried them, but they make period panties. Which they do. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on period panties, Jess? I probably will look into this. Didn't think we'd be, we'd be going that way today, but I'm glad we did. Yeah. It was a nice little, <laughs> nice little unexpected treat for the yeah, podcast. Because yeah. it's been so heavy. I'm like, I don't know how we're going to have any lightheartedness in this podcast, but thank you for bringing your diapers to the table. Celia, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Celia uh, said, uh, things things that are amazing in the end aren't easy to get to. They will always be shit along the way. And yep, I'm just, I'm in true. the shit phase, y'all. I'm in the shit phase. True. So, uh more maybe maybe next week maybe on mama's boy i don't know and I, I i just need to I need to be good jess you got a podcast so does garage boy mm-hmm. um my podcast loki garage boy in the garage with garage boy and you can find me on social just do it j-e-s-s-d-u-i-t-t hassan is our producer he is back after a small hiatus because we were just gone and then i didn't feel like having you by the studio the week after so <laughs> uh you have a social media we can go follow yes at stan willie two on instagram Twitter and TikTok. And I am that guy Kramer on social. My podcast is called Certified Mama's Boy. Y'all, we just appreciate the support. We love you. You're like our family for real. For real. I don't just say that because it's what radio people say. I'm, I say it because literally, don't you feel that way? Like when you're going through a hard time? Yeah. I get more support from y'all than I do from some members of my own family. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it's always it's nice to, to be able to share with you guys. So thank you so much for being a part of it. And we will do this again next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.